Hey guys, um, finally on the podcast, I had Chris Timpenny. Uh, Chris and I have been friends for a couple of years now. Um, there were some audio issues along the way, but uh, him and I had a lot of fun talking, so I hope you enjoy. Yeah, uh, how do you like that paper down there? I like it. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's nothing flashy, but... I get to pick what I want to cover. I get to go to what I want to. I get to design my own pages. So like room isn't, you know, I pick how much room I have. So like, I like that I get to basically, even though I have a boss, I get to be my own boss as long as, you know, everything's done. He doesn't really care, you know? So it's kind of nice. How, how long are your stories now? I know you spent you know, your time at the news press. Are you still yeah. writing them short like that? Yeah, because just because there's so many schools and not a lot of sports, I don't get a lot of sports pages like the paper, depending on the week, is either 20 or 24 pages. And so mm. between the two counties, I get anywhere from four to six sports pages and with photos and stuff. So they're still around like 400 to 800. Not, no, normally, if I write anything over a thousand, it's not going in my sports sections because it's like a feature that they're going to use somewhere else. So, uh, okay. Well, that's yeah. Good. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I don't know how they're feeling about me at the news press so far because it was <laughs> we covered like Benton and Central Soccer it was, it was eight to nothing and I think it was still almost seven hundred words. Yeah, man. Like, how do you do that for an eight nothing soccer game? Like, uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, yeah. Just I think I got so used to you know Maryville let me do. I mean, obviously they weren't fans, you know, of stories over a thousand words, but right. It was so because of the website, um, because they were so focused on that, and less less worried about the print, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It is just something that hasn't been trained out of me yet. And yeah, because so. you know, the whole reason I got into this, uh, one, I love sports, but even as a kid, I loved writing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's easy for me to get carried away and point out little details um although you would know how it could be that long had you read my story so that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, uh-huh i know right i i did not go and read the eight nothing uh <laughs> soccer story dude like uh, yeah because I, I i did a one nothing soccer it was one nothing the entire 73 minutes and my team lost and our thing is like the team i was covering lost harrisonville and like for whatever reason, my boss, who cover is a sports guy, covered sports for forty years, even for the Star for a little bit, like doesn't really, you know, if you if doesn't really almost want me to mention the other team other than necessity. So like I couldn't even like build up like that that goal that they scored. Instead, I had to just focus on like the young sophomores that had like three shots on goal and tried really hard, to, couldn't get off. You know, the goalie who had four saves prior, like you know, those things. Even though the moment that actually mattered, like. Yeah, and like even though that's the better match, I think it's easier to write eight nothing than one nothing. Really? Well, just like in soccer, like if it was football and it was like I don't know, fourteen to ten, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you can write about defensive plays or opportunities that they missed. Right. Um, but I, I mean, I guess if you really know soccer, maybe you can do that as well. Because I I enjoy soccer but I am far from an expert on it. 
Yeah, I don't really enjoy it that much. Uh, my fiance, she played it in uh, college a little bit um, and played all through high school and stuff. So, she, And I, I, I got to call some of the girls' soccer games do by myself, do play-by-play at Missouri Western, which is – so I've learned a lot about the actual, like, strategies. And, like, so I know what's going on for the more than you would – more than you think, but, like, I still just can't get into it, man. It's just – it's just tough to watch. Yeah. So yeah uh see and that's the thing like i think in america we don't like soccer um because no offense to soccer players here they're not very good Mm -mm. so like if you watch the epl or la liga like that shit's entertaining like Mm -hmm. because they are really really good um but you don't get that here um and so i think that and you know the rest of the world doesn't have football you know or even like and they have baseball and stuff, but it's not like it is here. Right. And it's like, not even like the slowness of, like you said, it's just the, the level of play isn't very good. Like I love, like baseball is my favorite, like it's slow moments and, you know, watching for an hour and a half and nothing really going on. If you know, like when you know the game doesn't really bug me, it's just for whatever reason, man, soccer, I just can't get on board with it. So I'll tell you what's hard though. And maybe you can appreciate this is going from basketball season to baseball. Because, like, last night or, you know, this week I covered three games. And that pace is hard to adjust to because I like baseball. Um, I don't think I (laughs) – I don't know if I love it as much as you. Um, (laughs) But, man, you know, and high school's tougher too because there's so many walks and everything else. And just, like, if you get in that trend of – you know, of the three batters, two of them are walked. That's when it gets really tough. Right. Um, and I think part of that is going for basketball, which is nonstop back and forth to, you know, the slow pace of baseball. Now, I agree with you completely on high school sports. Like, when <laughs> when I watch um, – when you watch basketball, like, so you're getting the same shot from a photographer, and that, that kind of gets annoying, like, where you're kind of shooting the same thing every time. Yeah. Um, but the pace, like you said, there's always something going. You can put your camera down and watch. While with baseball, it's the opposite. Like I'm taking so many photos because I'm trying. It's so much harder to shoot with photography. Yeah. And I'm just trying to ignore the fact that this kid's thrown ten straight balls and like you. Know, <laughs> so it just the net. What I, what I focus on just completely shifts. You know, when you go from yeah. basketball to the baseball. Because yeah, because I'll just be standing. I'm I'm praying for a kid to try and take third. Because right. that is yeah. one of the cooler photos is, the, you right. know, you got the dirt flying up, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, also, baseball may have my favorite photo to take, which is if you get behind home plate and you get the ball as it's coming out. Of, yeah, that's right, one of my right. favorite ones. I always try – I always spend, like, the first inning, the whole first inning trying to get the, post, the each team's pitcher doing that. And so that way I know I have it, like – Obviously, you don't want to use the same picture because uh, I we don't do online, so I only use you know two to three pictures max a week, and so I like I have that to fall back on. I know it's cool. I know like, and then spend the rest of the six innings trying to get you know slide in the third or a you know good throw at shortstop or something like that. When are you gonna convince him to go online, dude? I don't know. Um, they charge someone like five bucks for one of my photos that like they called, and the they didn't. Yeah, I don't. It's wild. Like if you go directly to me, I'll just send it to you. I don't. Like, I take so oh, many. Photos. Okay, good. So, I did like, that at the forum. Like yeah. I would have parents be like, "Hey," or one of the coaches from Platte Valley, 
uh, her they do something at the end of the year basketball where like they give the girls like photos taken or whatever so they can have them and so they'd ask me and be like i don't give a shit right right <laughs> if you go to the forum and pay for it i'm not getting that money so exactly exactly so like yeah and it sucks because like so i don't think my boss really likes when i put if i if I like share photos and stuff on Twitter or whatnot, but he doesn't have Twitter. So he doesn't know when I do that. So like, I just, I just sometimes every now and then we'll photo dump some things, especially from a really good game that I thought, you know, was people would be interested in. And that's how people get photos. But for whatever reason, this one family, instead of emailing me, cause my emails on the paper, like, you know, you can find it and it's not too hard. They yeah. went, through, they went to the office and asked for it when I wasn't there and they get charged five bucks for it. I was like, Whoa, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, it's tough though. Um, so when I left the forum, you uh-huh. know, while it's not my full-time job, you know, that was, that was a large sum of money that I was going to be missing out on each month. So I'm like, the next day I'm like, well, I got to find something. Um, and so I went to the, because I love Nottoway County for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love, you know, those coaches and those kids are really, really good. And uh, so I went to the news leader first and i'm like you 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 need help um but i went there and like she was really nice but she wasn't going to change um you know they didn't want to put more stuff online and it was just like man that's you have to like how do you survive anymore and maybe you know if like with for your case you know, there's not really anywhere else to get the news. But mm-hmm. if you're the news leader and you're going up against the forum and the news press, right? Like, how do you survive that away? And and here's a situation I'm in too. So I graduated in May of 2020, right in the middle of a pandemic. Sports aren't even going on. Um, you know, did some small news stories and stuff just to kind of stay in it. But like, I worked at Amazon over the summer, dude. That was my full time job. <laughs> like, I was a picker. I saw everything that they saw like that was what i did because i and i'm all applying and looking for jobs and stuff and so this job yeah. came up and i was just going to take what i could get kind of thing um i feel like it allows me to do a lot of things so if, like for a first job you know out of school full-time job like not bad plus my fiance is in medical school she's one year left and we're starting that application process process for her to do residency probably moving in a year so like a place that maybe hasn't like progressed as much as it doesn't bug me as much because i know it's not like a long-term thing anyway just i I do remember the first time we met you told me about that i'm like you're a smart man like if you're gonna get into journalism (laughs) right uh it's best to have a partner that you know can make money (laughs) you know you look at i (laughs) you know like ross martin married a nurse smart man (laughs) Yeah, because then yeah. you can make you know thirty thousand dollars a year, and it's fine. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, that's the thing about it. like yeah, they do a lot of things that I'm not too happy. You know, uh, don't really agree with and wish they would progress a little bit more. But you know, it's nice to where I feel like I could go somewhere else and you know do a number of different things, whatever's available, and we just you know have examples to show as a, from a previous job. So that's kind of where my where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a solid first time job. See, I made the mistake uh, when I graduated. I'm like, I took the first one that was offered to me, which was Mount City, and that was a mistake. Um, because in college, like, 
I worried about the sports section. That was it. Well, Mountain City, they want you to, you know, do the entire paper. For one, I wasn't ready to design an entire paper. And two, I don't really care about things really outside of sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the issue. But if it makes you feel any better. Uh, Amazon sounds a lot better than pouring concrete while you're looking for a job. Ooh, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm okay with being that. Like, at least I was inside. Like, it gets hot and it gets long, but at least I was inside all day, not out, you know. Although, it, you do get a hell of a tan. That was I'm nice. Sure. Although, sure. <laughs> until you take your shirt off, and then it's just not. <laughs> and then it's, it's not, not a, a great look. <laughs> Can't go to the pool or anything. So, oh man, no. I mean, it was fine. Um, but yeah, again. It was it, that the COVID almost helped me a little bit too, because I did like those news stories for um, the Atchison Globe, actually. I'd never been to Atchison, Kansas, but I called a lot of people and talked a lot about how they were handling the COVID. And then down here in Harrisonville, I also cover the park board, their monthly meetings and they're revamping the pool. So I have written a bunch of pool stories like um, it's actually really cool, but like nothing that you care about. But like, so I'm <laughs> like, I am a hundred percent all sports. Like people ask you what my hobbies are and they will always have these cool things. It's like, um, whatever season it is like mm-hmm. baseball, NFL, you know, football, whatever. So like, that's my hobbies, but it is nice to like, I still don't care about it. I at least know how to write and know that right questions to ask yeah, when, yeah. when covering those things. So, well, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at now. Cause you know, part of me going to the news press was they needed someone to write about their outdoor section. <laughs> Listen, I, I have done plenty of fishing in my life. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Um, so that's been an experience. Then, so I write my first uh, outdoor story, which is on uh, crappie levels in uh, Smithville, Mazingo Lakes. So I write it, whatever, talk to the conservation department, talk to some uh, this guy in Smithville who's they call him the crappie whisperer. Oh. oh well, in this story, I apparently mixed up, or not really mixed up. There's miscommunication, and on the website it doesn't say anything about Mazingo and the level or the number of fish you can take out. Um, and some guy emailed the news press, chewing ass because I screwed up. How many fish you can take out of Mazingo? Oh my gosh, what a thing to be mad about! Yeah, asking <laughs> if I still work there and if I did, why? And I'm like, oh. What the- dude people will get mad about anything like oh my if they think they could do a better job and then you miss something they're going they're going to let you know about it and it's, it's just, like he was like in the email he's like yeah I, I read that and i was jumping up now with joy because i fish mazingo a lot i'm like okay if that's where you're getting your information <laughs> if driving into mazingo and you see the sign that says this is how many crappie you can take that's where you should really that's where you can be like oh okay not the guy who mixed it up. And if you're not only that, go to the conservation's website. Yeah, Although, who's re- uh, who's reading the paper? Like if you're that big of a fisherman, like who's reading the paper for some guy who was just told to do it? Like or it doesn't matter if it was you or someone else that wrote the story. Like at the end of the day, that's just some guy who was told to write that story to fill it. Yeah. And that should not never be your primary source of yeah. <laughs> information. Yeah, and well, and I talked to because he also said I misquoted the biologist, and I'm like, whoa, okay, How did you know that. 
apparently some other conservationist said this. And I'm like, well, first of all, I was the only one talking to him. <laughs> so I had to send my audio into the news press. And oh, so I reached out. Well, not so much that the people at the news press were questioning me, but just, in, just so they could have it. So I'm like, all right. And so I texted the conservationist. I'm like, did I misquote you or something? And he's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, well, who, who started this? And so I told him the guy and he's like, oh yeah, I got to deal with this bullshit all the time. Gotcha. And then the person at the news press called him uh, a cock. So apparently they, <laughs> the, it's just one of those people, like, I don't think they have anything else to do but complain. Yeah. It's just, just the absolute worst, man. I just, I'll never understand it. Like there's so many other things to do in life. Why complain about something as small as that? But yeah. For, for people taking time out of their lives to, you know, for the most part, what we cover high school kids in sports. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, if we screw up, we screw up, you know, while technology has progressed, you get in these smaller schools and it's so much work to make sure everything's accurate. You know, in oh, college, it was great. Gosh, yeah. You want stats? They print them off for you. They give you play by play. It doesn't work in eight man football, mm -hmm. even 11 man. Like that's right. Well, like Harrisonville had a kid set, break the school record, um, in, in points this year for single game. Like he beat it, he beat in the last, their last game of the year. Um, they lost in their district uh, game that they lost. It's like, you wouldn't have known, like anyone wouldn't have known because even though they do max preps and stuff, like you had to actually ask the coach, like the coach was the only one that was tracking it Yeah. because it's like, there's not like a database or anywhere you can go and see that. Like it's in paper files in the school that the coach can look through if they want, like, yeah you don't even know half the time unless you, and that is Harrisonville not a small school. Like it's like they played in five, a basketball this year. And that, and that's a school that's having a hard time of, you know, keeping track of who's doing what. And it's just kind of wild to me that it's still so hard to find long standing stats at all. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> when I was talking to coach Trotter earlier, uh, one of my questions was, do you know what happens when you go to Google and you, uh, type in like Reggie Trotter, Reggie Trotter, Missouri Western stats. He's like, oh, I don't know. Last time I looked, it was something about a Washburn game my junior year. And I'm like, no, even better. It's your wife's win total at Missouri. <laughs> so like, I, you know, cause when I do these interviews, I like to get as much information as possible. So I'm like, let's see what he did in college. That stuff's hard to find. And that's a division two school. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Even like Misha anymore. You, it only goes worthless. back to like 2010. Yeah, it's worthless. Absolutely worthless. So, uh, so I was, you know, looking through your podcast stuff. How's that going? It's been fun. Um, I, it's, you know, we're kind of, I do it with a buddy of mine from uh, KU, and uh, we're completely different. I, I, that's what's awesome about it is like sports wise, it's completely different takes. And so he's he's kind of an asshole, and I and I love that for because I have a hard time being that sometimes a little bit, you know, saying bad things about. So like not bad things, but you know, like controversial and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And so he just brings it out of me, and it kind of gets that bicker in this. And it's you know like anything when you talk about professional sports, it's nearly impossible. But it's just kind of fun. Like me and him just kind of we get like. 30 to anywhere from 30 to i think we've broken 100 once it just kind of depends on the week like we're not a, not a huge viewership but like we just sit and, and shit talk about professional sports and pretty fun yeah well when i first started i'm like 
it would be cool to make some money off of this. And then you realize that's really hard to do. Right. And then it was like, fuck it. Who cares? It's just exactly doing it for fun. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's really disappointing. Um, if it's like a really good guess. So like, yeah, I had Mel Churchman. Right. And Jerry Partridge. Like <laughs> these guys are, you know, as far as like division two coaches in this area are legends. Mm-hmm. No, no, get like 20 listens. I'm like, yeah. But then you yeah. have like Coach Dean on or something like that. And I get 200 people. I'm like, what the hell? Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just wild. And I don't know. Like, you know, that's almost, it almost feels like that's the market. Like, like schools like Drexel and Archie and those schools that like, there's nothing else for them. So there's not another option. Like, even, even with having those big time coaches, like, there's potential other, platforms you know not not a ton but still other places to you know find that information well coach dean there's only one podcast he's on you know if you want to hear about this great eight-man program over the last two years you gotta listen to listen to your interview with them so maybe that's maybe that's where the whole thing comes is like you got to find the small schools that love their sports and and bring in on that yeah yeah <laughs> what what's this kissing his ass are you still trying to take over the top spot? Oh, no, man. It's just so coming in. I don't know. I didn't know anyone. Like, you know, when you go to a new, air, new area. And he was just the one that opened up to me the most from the start. Um, yeah. and so he was the one that just, even though I really only got to go to one football game uh, uh, because they play all the teams in there, their area is so big. Like, even if Butler's and Harrisonville are both at home, it's nearly impossible for me to go both of those games. So I yeah. normally pick one. Only went to a couple of Drexel games, but would always call him like on Saturday or Sunday, and he would just give me the whole time of day, tell me everything I need to know. We both we bullshit off of it, like you know, just talk about life off. Um, and I don't know, it just made it coming into a new job really easy. So I just kind of like is my new favorite coach at the beginning, and it ran from there. So you have Drexel, Archie, Butler, and Harrisonville? And Adrian and Sherwood. Oh, shit. And technically Miami and Ballard, but they're like, I do them every now and then. But How yeah. the hell do you – you almost it's a weekly, assistant. <laughs> I know, right? It's a weekly paper, and Harrisonville is always my priority. Like, yeah. it's always the number one thing. It's the biggest school. We're located in Harrisonville. Um, but then it goes by, like, who's good? Um, yeah. and what's really nice uh, so like the archie girls got a, i was at a ton of archie games um and by default a lot of archie boys games because of the double headers but like um adrian girls are pretty good too like ooh, track has been fun because i can get all the small schools in one one at one time i can just yeah. like load up on pictures potentially get the good athletes like but it's just like you got to look at the schedules prioritize and then you're i'm on the phone all day like sunday and monday trying to just fill in the fill in the holes of stuff that I should have been at, but like, you know, just not humanly possible for me to be at. So does your paper still get good numbers then of subscribers? It's been consistently going up actually. We're like when I started it was like at 1200 and we've gotten up we're over like 1500 uh subscriptions. So it's like a slow, slow build, but it's still almost as someone who loves journalism, uh who grew up like reading the newspaper. That uh-huh. is still disappointing. Like, right. Because you would think because there's not, you know, the online and there's not like the stars not covering those schools, you would think more people would read that stuff. 
Right. It is only three years old, and they did just expand into Bates with Adrian and Butler. Like, that's why I was hired. Like, I started right when they started covering Adrian Butler sports. That's why they needed a sports guy, because they couldn't just do Harrisonville anymore. Because um, prior to me, it was Harrisonville, Harrisonville, Harrison, Harrisonville. Oh, Archie sent in a picture with a, with what happened. Oh, we'll throw that in. Like, that was what it was, sports section prior to me. So I allow them to, like, actually get stories, get pictures and stuff of these kids. And it's uh, it's not too bad of a gig, just because I, I, I can – I know we were talking crap about soccer earlier, but like I can still watch a one Oh soccer game and still be relatively happy and, and enjoy what I'm doing, even though it's my least favorite of what it is. So. Yeah. How'd you get into journalism? <laughs> so everyone told me I needed to do either like coaching or journalism or stuff when I was 18, like that. Cause I would, I didn't want to go to school to play sports. I wanted to go to KU. That's what I wanted to do. Like, had a few offers for D2 schools, did not want to play sports. I was like, not even, not even worth it. Um, just wanted to go to KU. I don't know. I was 18, dude. Don't ask me. If you tried ask me now, I'd be, I would have been, I would have taken like the thousand uh, dollar scholarship to potentially be the fourth string safety at Missouri Western. Like that was, <laughs> so if you asked 18 year old me, that would have like, cause it wasn't like huge scholarships. It was stuff like that to where like schools were like, We'll trade. We'll, we'll we'll have you come in. Like you'll probably you'll be on the team. You'll get a very little bit of money, but like you're probably not going to play a ton. You're probably going to be rich. Like you know. And I was like, <laughs> let me just go to KU, have fun. Like, and to make matters worse is when I gave up on like playing sports at all at the next level. It was like, I'm also going to be an accounting major because I like numbers. I like I love numbers. That's why I'm a huge baseball guy. Like I'm a huge numbers. I'm good at it, and I knew they made it a decent living. So like 18 year old yeah. me thought that sounded good, dude. I hated business school oh my gosh i had a my, you want to know what my gpa was after my freshman my first semester of college they about kicked you out of school <laughs> yeah it was a 1.5 i'm not Ooh. even kidding oh i'm shit. not i didn't i stopped <laughs> going to class i had an 8 a.m like a, a five credit hour 8 a.m spanish class that's the main reason why i dropped mine because i was like I went to school for 12 years at 8 a.m. Like I can do five days of that, like on my own. No, I nope. could not. So that no. was five credit hours that worth it. I think I got a D minus. I think I was able to like fake my way to a D minus. Um, but that was a big way why I, my GPA was low. Just hated school and uh, really need to figure out what I was doing. I was like, well, I guess everyone told me I need to do something in sports. So I took a year off. I went to actually a community college. Um, I lived, I was living in Manhattan, working at Applebee's, um, trying to figure out, and it was between coaching and journalism. And I was like, I think it'd be just like, I didn't really, I don't really know how I ended up picking it. Cause I still think about like, I could do coach, like, you know, especially when I go somewhere, if I can't get a journalism job, get an assistant coaching job, it's still something that interests me, but it just felt like journalism would have a lot more areas in it, you know, with, yeah. you can do a lot of different things. I love this kind of stuff, um, radio and podcasts and whatnot. And, uh, Went to KU, uh, went back to KU, did uh, a semester there in journalism. Um, there's their basic ones. Uh, really enjoyed it, but just financially couldn't couldn't keep up with all of these loans I had accumulated from basically wasting the first year and a half of my college career. And I ended up at Missouri Western because my parents went there. Yeah. So that's why I, looking back on it, uh, I, lo I, lo I love my friend from Mo West, but uh, had I really looked into it more other than been like, I was getting a legacy scholarship for my parents having gone there. If I would have looked past that, I would have gone to Northwest. But 
So when did you get to Western? Uh, well, uh, was is that? It would have had been right after I graduated, right? Semester or fall semester of twenty or spring semester of twenty seventeen, I think. They just had their track program. It was the first semester of their track uh, okay. of their track, and that was what I got. That was my first beat for the local newspaper. I was still living in Lawrence that whole spring semester. Because oh, my lease wasn't up yet. So I commute. I had, I made sure I had classes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and just commuted three days a week uh, from 70 to 435 to Mo West. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I did for a whole, for that spring of 2017. And then I moved up there and uh, finished it out. So well, <laughs> it's funny uh, you telling that story because it sounds similar to mine. Um, you know, same with me when I was 17 years old. Um, I had offers you know, like Northwest and stuff that I could walk on. Right. Um, and then I got a bunch of offers from, you know, Benedictine and Baker and Jewel. Yeah. And originally I committed to Benedictine because um, that sounded like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, wet campus, you know, if I could walk around campus and drink beer. So like fun to me. <laughs> but uh, I decided, you know, because I had a few injuries in high school not like serious things but like ones that still bother me today and so it's like i don't want to do that for another four years right um so i went to western no idea what i was going to do not a clue went from education because you know i thought i'll get into coaching i didn't like that looked into like business i took a micro class and that was fucking awful (laughs) didn't want to do that and so i'm like you know what screw school uh i'll join like uh, the sheet metal union, like my dad, make good money and didn't like that. And then like the, the party and the drinking really took over. Um, and so oh, there sure. were semesters where, you know, like you, I didn't have like a 2.2 GPA or something like uh-huh. that. Um, and finally, when I was about 23, I'm like, all right, it, it's time to grow up. <laughs> and that's when I got into journalism and, uh, really loved it you know mm-hmm. i know missouri western is a you know, arizona state right. um, but i i enjoyed it a lot um so but yeah you would have gotten there like right after because i graduated in spring of 16 gotcha i think so i wish you would have gotten there sooner those last two semesters i <laughs> i was doing the sports section by myself <laughs> Oh, man. Because you know how, like, in that journalism class or the newspaper class, you have to write, like, 16 stories, Mm -hmm. I think. Something like that. I had that in, like, the first month and a half. Right. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, man. It was one of those things to where, again, we have pretty much the same story, like, exactly. Because what? how old were you when you graduated? 26, I think. I turned 25 a week after the technical graduation date. So like just that taking that time and figuring out what the hell to do. Um, I think we both landed in the, in the, in the correct, in the place we were supposed to be. It just took a while. Missouri Western was good for me though. Cause again, the parting is an issue, man. Like, okay. So I've come from a military family. Both my parents are at, were active duty army. Uh, my dad still is like, I grew up in a strict household, like, didn't get to do anything. My, you know, like I would get yelled at if I showed up five minutes early before your curfew, because it was getting too close to curfew. Like that's the kind of household I lived in. And so when I went to KU, man, I just. It's that freedom. Yeah. That, it was I that, think that's it, what it is. That's, that's why I think, you know, talking to my wife, 
it's the it's the line between you gotta be somewhat strict mm-hmm. but then if you're too strict like us when they get out of the house and they have that freedom to do whatever they want right oh that's that's a bad deal yeah because like just... until i was a senior my curfew was like 11 30 mm-hmm. you know all my other friends they could be home at like 1 30 2 o'clock i'm like I true story, dude. I never had a sip of alcohol in high school because I was that scared of my mom. Like <laughs> people call people call BS on it. Like you were you played you know you played sports all year. You were a good athlete at a small school in Kirksville, Missouri. Like you didn't drink at all. And I was like, no, dude. I went to parties, but my mom would be up. It didn't matter if my curfew was 11, 12, and very occasionally my senior year was one. But like yeah, she yeah. would be up. She would be up and like you know uh, breath check and like. She was awake and all that. And I was like, I didn't mess with it. I got to KU and you don't even need an ID to get into the bars half the time. And I uh, just, just lost control. And it was, it was a bad couple of years, but uh, it, like you said, like it, that freedom, man, it just, it just messed with me. Yeah. Yeah. My, see, my parents weren't that strict. Um, I mean, they weren't checking my breath, but <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I, you know, I was still a pretty good kid. Like I wasn't right. getting, Maybe my senior year, there were a few nights where it was like, I would call and be like, I'm going to stay at my friend's house, Um, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But yeah. And then finally senior year, my curfew was extended, but it was still only like one o'clock. Right. Which is fine, you know, Mm because it it kept me out of trouble, but there was still that little sense of freedom. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is like, once you got older, um, and, you know, you would drink more. You'd wake up the next morning and be like, God damn, I still smell like a bar. <laughs> and then so you think back to, like, high school when you would do that, when you go out the night before, or even if you came home the next day and you thought, oh, they, they have no idea. They know. They know. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, my parents, that just was And, I, again, I, I – my dad was on board with it for the most part, but it was, it was mostly my mom. And that was just because that's kind of how she was brought up. It wasn't almost three. I, I say the military thing, just cause that kind of like gives people an idea, mm-hmm. but uh, it was just really more, that's just kind of how my mom, my mom grew up and that's kind of how she wanted to run her household. So here we are. So how excited <laughs> are you for baseball? Dude, I, so I watched way too much baseball on opening day. Like on my phone, and like I watched all the game. I watched the Phillies. I watched the Brewers and Twins, Royals. I watched the I flipped or I had the Angels, White Sox on my laptop, and while watching the Athletics and, and Astros on my TV before I went to bed. Like I, I absolutely love. It. I can't explain why I didn't play baseball in high school. I was I ran track like because I suck at baseball. I knew my strengths, but like I just that's a. <laughs> that's a sport that I just, I get into Like I can watch a one nothing game and just be like an awe of, you know, a pitching staff and the way they're, the way they're handling it at the major league level. I can't, can't watch college level quite as much, even though they're, they're pretty fun at times. And same with high school, like the walks and stuff and it's just bad baseball, but major league level, man. I just, I don't, I don't know. why. I love, I love a good pitchers duel. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, so exactly. much fun. The, as we're recording this, uh, Boston and Baltimore were zero zero heading into the sixth. So means and Evaldi were pitching pretty well. So I, I don't know if anyone's broken it, but I've I've always got I've got it. I've, uh, I was keeping track of it earlier, man. That, that'll die down, you know. It's not like this 162 games for me every day, but like this first week or first weekend, uh, I get pretty amped up for it. So, what is baseball's problem? 
I, I want to ask you, I think we've talked about this on Twitter. Um, but if you were in charge, um, would you change anything? Man, first off, though, I mean, the biggest thing is the blackout. Like, I'm talking, like, I had to watch the Royals on my laptop and hook it up to my TV because you can't watch it on Hulu. You can't watch it on YouTube. You can't, you know, you have to have the cable. So, the access is really, I think, what's hurting it for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many hoops you want to, and even though it's really not that hard, like, I have my streaming site bookmarked on my computer. It's not that bad, big, really, it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. it's still annoying it's still something you don't really want to do it doesn't want to be your default so that's number one like get rid of some of these blackouts and make your sport just more accessible to watch um i, I think and then number two is just let the let the guys be be themselves like and i, I know it's not even major league baseball that's really the issue with, but like um it's not like they're telling people they can't bat flip and stuff but you know they're still they're still like not doing anything against the Madison Bumgarner, who he pimped a double off the wall yesterday. But if someone did that to him, you know, he'd mean mug him the whole time. They ran around the bases and call him out in the press conference. Like they need to be able to, and that's, that actually is good. I like it when there's that storyline intentions, but they need to find some way to just promote the fun things that happen in baseball more. And like, I don't think it helps that. Okay. So the LeBron James, everyone knows LeBron James in the NBA, like has a strong feeling left or right, like knows he's really good, whatever. Uh, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady in the NFL, same exact thing. Like they know they're really good. There's storylines. They're talked about every, every Monday, you know, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are going to be discussed on ESPN. When's the last time you've turned on ESPN? It's been Mike Trout. Yeah. Who is by far the best, like is arguably on, is on pace to potentially be top three baseball player of all time. If not the best, like that's the pace he's on. Yeah. And no one knows who the hell he is. And that's a major, like, that's a major league baseball problem. Like, how does no one know who this guy is? Like, yeah. that they need to promote him. So I'm going on a rant. I can feel my my speech go, picking up. I can feel like, but it's just, it's just so frustrating to me, man. We're like. Well, it was like yesterday. Uh, we took my stepson to 54th Street for lunch. And on the big screen, there was the Yankees. And I'm like, of course. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I, I get those are huge markets, Boston, New York, but man, that is all I feel like I see anymore. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't know the last time I was able to watch Mike Trout. Uh, you got to hope your team's playing him. Then you can yeah. watch him. Um, but yeah. Um, and I think basically I agree with everything you said. Like baseball needs to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate Bryce Harper. Um, oh, I love Bryce Harper. That's that's my favorite player in baseball, dude. No, there's a reason. <laughs> um, I also think he's a bit overrated. Like he's not, he's a good player, but like mm, a bit overpaid. Um, I thought about that, you know, even before he switched to the Phillies. Like Juan, no, so- re- Juan Soto is head and shoulders a better player than Bryce Harper. Can I can I have a quick rebuttal of that before you go on there? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Here's the thing: is Bryce Harper is LeBron James in a sense to where that's where he started. He was on the cover at 16. He graduated yeah. high school year early. Came in was won Rookie of the Year, won MVP at 22 years old. Is like a six time All Star. And like he didn't live up to the expectation. Like that's a fair thing to say. Like this dude was supposed to be basically Mike Trout, and he's not Mike Trout. He's you know a really really good outfielder, but he's so polarizing. Like I would argue that 
a guy that has a 900 OPS a career OPS and uh, plus and like you know hits his thing is he walks a lot, leads the league and walks. Like no one wants to pitch to him because they're scared of him. He can hit 30 to 40 bombs, like and is polarizing. Like we keep talking about, like the rest of the leagues have. That's who you want to be your face. Now I wish he was just a tad bit better. Uh, he had some injuries, whatever. But like the money's a hundred percent worth it because Phillies fans are buying his freaking jerseys. He's like third in jersey sales in all of MLB behind Cody Bellinger and Mookie Betts from the freaking Dodgers. Like again, that's worth it. Like that's there's field on play, play on the field, maybe not worth the money. Everything else he brings to that organization and just the baseball in whole is something that Mike Trout wishes he could do. Well, and I think I'm a bit biased as well, um, right? Because as a Braves fan, I don't like the Nationals. Right. Um, that's kind of gone away a little bit and shifted. I also hate the city of Philadelphia. Like gotcha. the people are just the fucking worst. <laughs> I've never been there, so. Well, I have neither. I just. <laughs> you see, well, you're a Braves fan. Going... You can see it. You can see it. Like, yeah, I get you. I yeah. get you. And so that doesn't help. Um, mm-hmm. I do think. And I go too much off of batting average um, gotcha. because unlike you, I am not sorry. Yeah, I deep into the stats. <laughs> like I go off the basic ones: yeah, yeah, yeah. walks, batting average, RBIs, home runs, hits. Um, and then I think I had an argument with uh, you know because I have friends that are Royals fans. So I don't remember the guy they signed from Cleveland, Carlos Santana. You saw the yeah. one ninety nine average and yeah, you freaked I don't out, like, and people. Yeah. Like, all excited I'm like what the hell and then they're like well he's got an on-base percentage of blah 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 so i really like it i'm like i don't know I it does also, it sorry but yeah uh to finish my point i would increase exposure um to all their teams and i am big on shortening the season mm, yeah. never gonna happen i understand like last <laughs> last year was awesome i love mm-hmm. last year you drop to 100 games, and they all become way more important. But you know, there's certain things in baseball that aren't going to change. And I fear, I don't know. I don't, maybe the fear of baseball going away isn't going to happen because there's always going to be baseball fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think to increase the level or of the sport, those things would help. Um, but. Yeah, I think the only way it ever gets down to 100 games is if it's that close to like being gone, like like act being gone completely. Which again, I don't think is hap- was ever really going to be in jeopardy of happening. But like, there's just too much money, man. Like you can charge, you can charge fans for 81 home games. Like even even though it's you know fraction of the prices of of what the NFL does, you're still 81 home games to bring in parking revenue and food and stuff. So. It's just I, I'm not like, disagreeing with what you're saying. Like I, I I enjoyed the 60 game season. Like the I think the the White Sox went from like leading to like the third team in the AL Central on the final two days because there's only 60 games. Like they hadn't built up enough lead. That kind of stuff's fun. It's just the money side of it doesn't make it a realistic fit at this point. You know? Salary cap. I would also do that. I think that would help. I don't mind that. What I, I do find that. funny is funny you bring up the parking thing and they'd be like, well, it costs you know, $35, whatever to park at Arrowhead. And I'm like, if you do the math, um, the Royals still make more money off of parking than right. the Chiefs do. Like, yeah, it's great. You can go there and park for 10 bucks. 
but you have to also recognize how much money these teams are bringing in. Right. Eight games versus 81. So. Yep. so that's the thing. I mean, it is what it is. I'm just excited it's back. I think I like the salary cap point because it, it is tough. Well, like they have almost a salary cap in this, you know, in this luxury cap with the sales tax and everything that like the Yankees and Dodgers are the only two teams that ever matters staying under it. So it limits, it limits those two teams a little bit. And that's it. <laughs> I was but like, even we then, can't just e- do that. Even then they have the money. They're like, oh, I'll just pay the tax then. Right, right, right. If, they, if it push comes to such shove, it's like, oh, I guess we'll just eat it for this year. Like, who, who cares? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Do you <laughs> Are you a fantasy baseball guy? Um, the issue is I, I like to play with friends. I think that's more fun kind of thing. I don't like – I've done random leagues in the past and whatnot, but I am not in one this year just because I didn't have really any friends that were real interested in it. And so – That hey, is the it hard is what, part. Yeah, yeah, so – yeah, so I did one a few years ago, um, and what really ruined it was fantasy football because mm-hmm. we do a keeper league, and so you always stay involved. No matter – you're having a shitty year, okay. You can start trading people away for draft picks for following years, and I'm like, I would love fantasy baseball if it was a dynasty league. Mm-hmm. The problem is, like you, it's like I don't have nine other people that want to play. Right. Or they care enough or understand enough. And yeah. So. That's all right. I, uh, my, uh, I guess co- I, I'm big on MLB the show. Like I don't play a lot of video games or it's like, but I, I play MLB the show pretty much all year. It's like one of my favorite, like rainy day, like nothing going on things to do. And that's kind of yeah. how I try to like fill that void is just go into franchise mode and just like do all yeah. the fantasy baseball stuff or whatever. So that's how I fill that lack of that lack of managing a lineup feel. So. Yeah. And I, the funny part about like the show or even like uh, Madden sometimes um, is like the building, like, I don't really care about the season for the most part. Like mm-hmm. I love trying to have the best minor league system possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best part of that game for me is that part of it. Right. Right. It's really, yeah, it's, it's really, I do get into the online, like the, the diamond dynasty stuff to just, because again, it is like the only video game I play and uh, I'm not too bad at it. If I, if I do say so myself, <laughs> so I do enjoy doing that, but like, it is more fun. Like you said, to like, just, I, it's fun to go in and just play as Baltimore. So I don't care about anyone on Baltimore's roster and just like trade and develop and do the oh, scouting yeah. and just be like three years from now, be like, boom, they're all 24 years old and studs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause it's no fun. Like if I'm playing the franchise on Madden, I'm not picking the chiefs. Right. I want to pick my own quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like I want to find my Patrick Mahomes. Right. Right. So you pick the worst teams in. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, the problem I hate the iPhone and the Android argument, but when mm-hmm. it comes to computers, I would much rather have a Mac. Yeah. yeah. It's just, but, I, I don't know what it is. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and the embarrassing thing is like, it was like an entire day. Like I couldn't get it to connect to the internet. I'm like what the hell? Try everything. And I'm like, maybe I'll restart it. And it worked. There you go. There you go. Pain in the butt, man. But hey, we're back. What were we talking? Oh, we were talking about. Oh, you're telling Watson? me. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Because I don't, at this point, he's 
Like, there's just too many women. I know. Exactly. And it's like, it's almost like, you know, you can see both sides of it. You could be like, well, is it just like one star and the ball rolling? It was just like really easy to be the next woman. But you never want to assume that. because That's an awful thing to assume. Like, it's very much, it feels much more likely that there was just 30 women that he's been doing this to, which is, and he's the Sean Watson. And he's gotten away with it the whole time. Like, that just, in my mind anyway, that's again why I'm not reading anything. Like, in my mind, like, that's what more plausible but i'm trying like not to really read into everything until you know until it finalized man yeah uh you know the problem i hate the iphone and the android argument but when Mm -hmm. it comes to computers i would much rather have a mac yeah yeah it's just i I don't know what it is like Uh And the embarrassing thing is, like, it was like an entire day. Like, I couldn't get it to connect to the internet. I'm like, what the hell? Try everything. And I'm like, maybe I'll restart it. And it worked. There you go. There you go. Pain in the butt, man. But hey, we're back. What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about. Oh, you were telling me. Yeah. I don't know. Because I don't, at this point, he's like, there's just too many women exactly and it's like it's almost like you know you can see both sides of it you could be like well is it just like one star and the ball rolling it was just like really easy to be the next woman but you never want to assume that because that's an awful thing to assume like it's very much it feels much more likely that there was just 30 women that he's been doing this to which is and he's the sean watson and he's gotten away with it the whole time like that just in my mind anyway that's again why i'm not reading anything like in my mind like that's what more plausible but i'm trying like not to really read into everything until you know uh, until it finalized man and it's just always weird to me and like my wife and i talk about this all the time when this stuff happens it's like well it's a power thing because to me it's like you're deshaun watson you should be able to get stuff like that whenever you want without (laughs) it being sexual assault just i don't get it because he seems like a good dude exactly he seems awesome that's i think that's the part of me that's like holding on to it because like you only see such a glimpse of you know it's just a such a fraction of these people's lives and they when they know they're on camera but he's like such a good dude and that glimpse that you get it's like almost hard to fathom it but man you just never really know people yeah and i'm i'm big on giving people second chances with things um, I struggled with like Tyreek Hill at mm-hmm. first, although it's the more comes out all, about that. When all that comes out, it's like maybe maybe you weren't in the wrong at all. <laughs> yeah, like maybe even go like and there's no way to cut it. Like when he was 18, you know, regardless of what she said or did, like yeah, it's still not a great look. Even though it was like there the argument about what like they just had a. The attorney told him to drop it and take the charges and whatever. Like that's the hint of doubt. But this new one that everyone loves to, everyone, every non-Chiefs fan likes to bring up. It's like if you just take like five minutes and Google it, like you'll walk away being like, ah, he's probably he's probably fine. Like he probably didn't do the things that are being said in this. About T.J. Carpenter, huh? T.J. Carpenter? Uh, uh-uh, uh, no. What? What's? 
Oh, maybe not. He used to work at 810. Um, I stay like, away from 810 for the most part. He's like their why. night guy. And like I, I liked him. Really? And then I think he got fired from there or something. And everyone thought he would like go to 610 because that seemed like – because their afternoon has been rough. A revolving door, yeah, man. Uh, sorry. And it's – I actually he, really love. Sorry, and then he like moved moved to uh, Colorado, and since then he's just been pouring on the Kansas City hate. So, but like then every time he brings up the Chiefs or whatever, it's he brings up the Tyree Kill thing, and it's just people don't get it. I mean, like you can't argue with people on the internet. You can't Mm-mm. even if you point them in the right direction to the correct source. It doesn't matter. That's what the internet is. It's just, it's just rash reactions without actually ever looking into anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is, man. So, what were you saying about six ten? Oh, I don't know. I I don't. I try to stay away from uh, eight ten more, and I don't know if it's because six ten's been the home of the Royals forever, and I always like that's just kind of where I go. Being me, being such a baseball guy, or if it's like I never never liked uh, Kaisman or whatever. Like I always thought he was terrible. So like when you're picking your station, not that you know it was like growing up, it was never going to be eight ten. Um, six ten. I love I love Danny Parkinson, Carrington Harrison back in the day. Not even back in the day. It was like five years ago. But like that was my favorite uh, Kansas City show to listen to. Like I would listen. I would try to. I had the radio app where I would like try to listen to like, at least like big segments. You know, even when I couldn't listen live. Like, and then they just they just can't find a good replacement at all. And it's like I still listen to six ten because like that's what I've. John, that's what's like programmed in my brain when I listen to Kansas City Sports. But I really, I, I enjoy Jake Beakley. Yeah, um, yeah, Jay's awesome. Jay's super cool. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he'll he'll listen to my podcast. He'll he'll send me you know emails every now and then. And like, I've been, actually been in the studio and like watched him do Bink at Night before. Like, just because he knows I'm interested in it. Like, he's awesome. Like, he's just yeah. a man. And then Carrington Harrison, I just love like even though I disagree with half the stuff he takes, like that's what you want from you know you want someone that is controversial that says some things that you don't always agree with, but like does it in an entertaining way, and that's what C dot is. And so those are the only two guys that I can actually like really listen to there anymore. Yeah, like with A Tim, like Stephen St. John, he's yeah. great. I see uh, his stuff on Twitter a little bit more. I, I, but yeah, I, I get that for the most part, and really recently. Uh, because like you, I love the afternoon show um, mm-hmm. for a while. I mean, Danny Parkins, I don't know how much I liked him. <laughs> He's always had that I'm better than everyone attitude. Yeah. And that. But like, I started listening, you know, I love Jay, uh, Nick Wright. Yeah. Like even before he got big, like when he was the night host, I, I had a night class. It started like 6, 15, 6, 30, whatever. I sit in my car and listen to him. I'd be like late to class. Um, <laughs> but like recently, I just, even during like football season, like I didn't listen. I, I It's gotten to the point where like podcasts, I think are better listens than that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because no offense to your fellow KU guy and Carrington's partner, but oh, he's awful. Oh my gosh. He's so oh. bad. Well, the guy I had before him was also a, a K, an older KU guy. Not as old as you know, old or you know, he's he was much older than yeah, and um, like he wasn't he was awful. Terrible. I mean, he, he was, was terrible. It was just such a bad combination of people. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I felt like it was if you take um, he seemed like a nice guy. 
I mean, mm-hmm. like, but like, yeah, that's just like 25 year age gap. And that just yeah. doesn't work. Right. Right. At least with uh, Sean Levine, like it's like a 10 year age gap. So like CDOT can like make fun of him for his old guy stuff or whatever. And it's not quite as, as evident, but like still, he, he's he's self-nicknamed the sports machine man like you can't give yourself yeah. that nickname you can't be you can't give yourself that nickname. you can't give yourself like, a nickname at all like that's just how it works like you don't get to true. pick a nickname yeah that's true and like i'm sure he's a nice guy too but like right and then like he just uses the same shit <laughs> chilling like cory dylan on penistone if i had to hear that one more time <laughs> <laughs> The best thing they did um, that recently on that show was they were talking to like, they have like these emails or whatever they get from like city of the week. I don't even know exactly what the segment was, but it was like Warsaw. It was coming in from Warsaw and they were like, see, that was like, if I had you guess like what Warsaw's mascot is, what would you guess? And it just led to this whole thing to where they started talking about like all the schools that on this side of the state, all this, you know, they just brought up mission. We're like going through you know adrian and archie and you know trying to guess all these mascots and it was really fun for you know it'd be really it was really fun for you too if you would have listened just because it's all those schools we know and like we're yeah covered covered way too much of so well that's funny uh because i was you know like i said earlier when i was doing some research on trotter i looked up uh columbia hickman do you have uh-huh. any idea what their mascot is no i don't it is a QP. I had no idea what that was. I don't either. Which is a naked baby or something like that. Yeah. Is it like in like, oh, never mind. Ah, yeah. I, like, cause like Slew like has like the, like the Billiken, like, which is like the bald, like it's like a baby, but it's like a bald man or whatever. No, no, no. This is a naked baby. I <laughs> look it up. And he showed, he walked around his house and he showed me, he's got like a, a naked baby doll, like mascot thing. Uh-huh. I don't know. It was weird. I was like, how do you get away with that in 2021 anymore? I have no idea, man. Or I would who, have never who's like, it's almost worse than Savannah not changing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that whole thing's been going on. Like, and Adrian, they're the Blackhawks with the, like, and it's like, that one's not quite as bad because that's all it really, like, but it's still, it's like, it's just the, it's like the Braves. It's like, it's just the Tomahawk uh chalk is the only thing on their logo like they don't have a mascot running around they're just they're just the adrian blackhawks and it's like yeah which funny you bring that up so this past weekend um i got on a mighty ducks kick so i did a yeah, marathon I saw, I saw that tweet about gordon bay bomber or whatever <laughs> and uh oh that's what it was because i watched the first episode of the new show mm-hmm. and i'm like ah, i just kind of want to watch them all and i didn't remember like d3 as much mm-hmm. just because you know new coach Steve whatever theory. so i watched it again and so like they go to this prep school mm-hmm. and uh their mascots the warriors and they meet this chick or uh one of the players does and she's trying to get a petition to change the name or whatever and he brings it up and he's like oh no it's they're great mascots i mean you have the indians the braves the redskins and i'm like Whoa. <laughs> that didn't age well <laughs> I I it's funny that you bring it up to my ducks at all is because I watched the first two like not too long ago again because I kind of had the same thing like you did just remembering those movies fondly and just kind of wanting something different did not make it to the third one because the second one uh kind of kind of turned me off to watch the third one and I keep looking 
Uh, like I watched, I watched uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I go over, you know, I see the Mighty Ducks. And I'm like, do I need to watch that? No, I, I probably shouldn't. Like, just didn't get yeah, to it. It's not, it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, but I just love the first two so much. Yeah. And I, I don't even like hockey. Mm-hmm. But it, it makes one. you interested in hockey a little bit. So then you- I, so then I'm like. I saw on like the PlayStation store, they had uh, NHL 21 or whatever, <laughs> like 20 bucks. I'm like, screw it. Yeah. I'll use Biden's bucks to pay for that. <laughs> oh, I was, it was, I was terrible. Yeah. I, I got down like 10 nothing against the computer oh. and I'm like, okay, I'm done oh, with this. I can't even imagine. Like, I don't think I've ever played a hockey game and it would not, it'd be good. It'd go very similar to that. Well, cause it's annoying. So like if you're playing a football game, you got the ball, you like juke someone or whatever. You can't do that in hockey. So all they have to do is stick their stick out. And like you can't, so you can't weave through people. And it's just, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand the sport enough to enjoy this. So, right, right. Man, that's tough. Yeah. It's just, I, I never got into hockey either, but it's one of those sports like, okay, hockey, I know is a sport that if Kansas City got it, I would dive into a lot more like I soccer is soccer. I'm not going to, sorry, sporting KC. Like I like when you're good, like the people that are soccer fans, great. I'm not going to dive into it, but if they bring in a NHL or NBA team, I know, I know I'll dive into those sports a lot more than I probably should just because they're a little bit more entertaining in my mind. Um, And I just, I just love supporting KC. Here's the second time you brought up the NBA and I, is it really? I don't even know, like, if, if we had an NBA team, I don't know if I'd care. Yeah. I just don't enjoy – and a certain friend of ours loves that argument. And I just – I don't know what it is. Like, and I kind of wish that we would just stop arguing about things. Because <laughs> then it turns into, like, you start bashing other sports. And it's like, whatever. Like, if you want to love the NBA, go ahead. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand as a college basketball fan, the skill level is not the same, but I, and that's what makes it better almost. Like even as much as I love the chiefs, mm-hmm. um, if you put up a random college football game or a random NFL game, I'm going to watch college football. I just love the, the huh. atmosphere of it more. I always feel like with collegiate sports, the effort is always better too. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe in a college basketball game, you get like a 55 to 50 final, but I don't know. I just still enjoy it more. Yeah. I don't, basketball is something I've always like struck. I also enjoy the NCAA a little more, but I think that comes from me just being, I know you hate this, but just being a Kansas fan. Like when I really think about it, I don't watch the NBA at all. Like we even talk about it on my podcast because the guy I do it with is a huge NBA fan. It's just like, I just fake it. I just have my browser open and Google and stuff. And I know the big names and whatnot, but like, I know if Kansas city had one, I would enjoy it because college basketball at times, like you said, those 50 to 51 games, like watching Virginia, you know, with their style of basketball, like it's just, it's so hard to watch. And I almost think, probably on some level that the effort thing is relatively true. But I also think it's just like, these guys are so good. Like once you take that next step and you're in the act, the smallest percentage of people playing, like they just sometimes make it look really easy. Like you know, in basketball. My argument's always been though, like, because Devin will say that he's like, well, just because you're skilled better. Well, shouldn't they be 
that are skilled on defense too. Yeah, but I think basketball is like the one sport to where it's always been like good offense beats good defense because think about how many times you've been to a high school game and like the coach has been like no 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 it goes in he's like yeah that kid doesn't even get talked about that shot anymore because he took he threw up a terrible shot double you know two guys on him and it goes in so like think about being able to do that practicing that and it that's my argument of basketball again i'm not an nba fan but it's just like that's like the one sport to where i really feel like kevin durant 6 11 like i don't care how good a defense you are if he wants to put a shot up there's a chance it's going in that's fair enough. I think I'd enjoy more if it if I felt like there was good effort on defense. Yeah, that's I don't true. I don't think there is, and I think that's what kind of throws me off a little bit. And like you said, it's the atmosphere thing. Like you can't beat you know uh, a KU game at home or you know Cameron right. Indoor. You know you don't get that in the NBA, and I think that's part of what makes it so great. Mm-hmm. Although I forgot you went to KU for a little bit. Um, so your tweet at me about my favorite sport is hating KU. It makes more sense now. I get uh-huh. it. Yeah. Hey, it's and just... I love, I love more than my favorite team winning is watching KU lose. Yeah. And I, you know, I have a grandfather that's the same way. Like he's from South Dakota, but he's like lived in Missouri the last 25, 30 years. And so he's just, or actually even longer than that. Wow. Um, so he's just adopted being an MU Tiger fan. And so when I grew up and decided to be a KU fan from like six years old, he'd just rag on. So I always have this like, and I don't hate Missouri. Like I, like I, Jeremy Macklin and Chase Daniel watching them play football are two of my favorite guys to play. I love Kim English is my all-time favorite Missouri basketball player. Like um, I have no issue with Missouri and I'm, I know I'm the rare KU fan, but it still like bugs me when I see, you know, see hate on it, even though I've been around the fans that make it why you hate it. Like I get it. I, I, it's not like I don't understand where you're coming from because they're so obnoxious, but it's still like bugs me personally. Cause I'm grouped into that group. You know, I think what bugs me the most is because I grew up like a Duke fan uh-huh. um, because I love, <laughs> I enjoyed like, Holy shit bunch of white dudes that are really good at basketball (laughs) and uh and i was a kid so it's like it was like the first time watching college basketball i was watching them and it's just kind of how i got hooked um but like i'll see ku fans on twitter be like say what you want everyone hates duke and i'm like "Mm." yeah that's true they're very they're hateable but like you're not far behind (laughs) Because you want to talk about yourself like you're a blue blood. Sure. Second You've won one national title in like 30 years. Yeah, but still, that's, that's more than a lot of, like, it's hard. Is the, it? The, the, the nature, it is. It, like, it, it, like, I mean, if you, what, there's probably like, like 10 to 12 schools that have more than one in that. Not even. There's no way there's that many in 30, and since 88, there's no way there's that many. Because, like, again, it's only. You have 33 years. You know, North Carolina's won three of them. Kentucky's like, once you start doing the math, it's like, okay, Kansas may be the lowest on that totem pole, but they also have the longest streak of getting into the hardest tournament to win. Yeah. Like, it, it, it is by far in any sports, you know, yeah. it's the hardest tournament to win. Cause it's, and so the fact that they still make it every year is I think worth a little bit obviously you're played in one championships and obviously I'm a KU fan so I'm going to argue but if there's one if there's a one 
tournament and you know playoff format that deserves a little bit of credit just for you know getting to the elite eight or final four it is that tournament just because there are so many games and it's so crazy well as i said i i do like bill self yeah he seems always, like a fun guy that's always the that's always what you know missouri haters say is like they hate everything the fans and the players and the, the campus and everything it's like but i don't mind bill self like that's always what because he is in you know having gone to ku it's like you hear you know obviously you're in the most biased place for bill self ever but you hear all these positive things like he tips well and and he's always gives you talks like those are things those are important things dude like don't you think if you're like the richest person by uh by a mile in lawrence like you want to be able to present yourself to the public in a positive way and he doesn't have any of those bad stories you know so i think i think that's something minus something minus the wiretaps and all that but yeah but that's what everyone does (laughs) i know i know you just hope that the other guy gets caught Exactly. Like, like exactly. Zion, like he's like, we'll, we'll take care of him. <laughs> he ends up at Duke. I'm just like, no, no, no. Duke obviously did not pay him to go there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Zion turned down half a million. So he just plays <laughs> Coach K. Yeah, exactly. So like, I don't like that is what it is. Like it's, it's a, it gives fuel to people like you, you know, with, you know, yeah. warranted or not well, like it is. Well, and but. it's the same for you. If Duke or Carolina or someone like that gets caught, be like, oh, I knew they were cheating the whole time. Right, right. Like, but yeah, Arizona. I think what irritates me more is that the federal government is wasting their time looking into this. It. Yeah. Like what the hell? Who cares? Like, that's a whole nother thing, man. I'm like we would be on here forever. We got into this. <laughs> uh, so it's just wild, man. It's just wild. Uh, so what's, what else is new? What else is new, man? Uh, I mean, that's about it. You know, I, I'm getting married at the end of June. So Sorry. I'm excited about that. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Um, but so plant a lot of my off time is uh spent doing that but you guys go anywhere for the honeymoon uh randomly we're going to tampa just because with yeah um got like just we were looking at places to go and we originally going to do a bunch of different things and we've moved our wedding date and with covid you know try to make it as friendly as possible and she doesn't have a ton of time because again she isn't but we found a decent deal down there and we're just going to go and enjoy pretty much the beach for three to four days and, and call it good. Probably go on an actual legit honeymoon, like years, years down the road, but yeah. Well, that was kind of, so we went like four months after our wedding and we went to San Diego and not often have I visited somewhere where I'm like, I could live here. But San Diego is awesome. I loved it so oh never never been to san diego so oh it's, it's just so beautiful and but yeah so nice it's fun. i think that'd be a fun place to go and then yeah. i ended up with the second child so you know that's how those nah. wait what <laughs> uh it was, it was the margaritas is what it was oh man man hey good for you how is it being a dad uh, you know it has I don't I don't know so <laughs> that's why I'm asking <laughs> yeah you you need to wait a while too you know wait yeah. until she's making that doctor money and then you can start having kids I think that right now the plan is like the last year or two of residency before we really start even trying so yeah she wants to be involved as much as she can so 
No, it's I, I love it. Um, it is uh, it's exhausting sometimes, but yeah. And then they become toddlers, and they're not always nice. <laughs> I got told the other night that I don't love you and I don't like you. I'm like, oh, how old? She's four. Oh my god. She's she's a genius though, and that's yeah. Um, but she's also like. She's a female because, like, she'll do that and she'll like hurt your feelings. And then, like, five minutes later, she's like, You're my favorite. I love you. And it's just like, Oh, okay. And then they take a big thing of cheese puffs and spill it all over the floor. And it's, it's fun. Oh, man. Is she going to be uh, in kindergarten this year or do you still have a whole nother? I got a whole nother year just because her, nice. her birthday's in November. And so she's oh, like gotcha. just a few months off. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's uh that'll be the next next step is wanted school, I imagine. And then like some you know, some people ask me like, Oh, you have another one? I'm like, No, I'll end up with three girls that way. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> the only thing that's disappointing about my oldest is like <laughs> if she were a boy, I would be prepared for like her to be in the NFL or him. Just because like she's in like the ninety plus percentile and height weight and size and all, all those right. things oh you make a hell of a linebacker <laughs> right i know if i get a girl i'm gonna have the same thought process be like hey like only do you play football <laughs> well here's the thing on my end though too is if i have a boy like my my you know being her being uh, in medical school and everything she has her own thoughts a little bit on playing football and stuff and the dangers and so she's not like a hundred hundred percent against it but it's definitely a conversation we've already had <laughs> without even a child being here and i'm like that's what I mean. maybe, you know. maybe maybe someone that maybe maybe my dad was a really good baseball player so i was like maybe i'll just skip a generation and i can just have a really good baseball because <laughs> it was not me dude. well so like you went to western so you understand like some of the classes, um, like you'd have to do like investigative stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like when I was there, I did one on CTE. And it kind of eased my mind a little bit. Um, it changed how I would do it if I had a son. So like he wouldn't play tackle football until eighth grade high school. Yeah. And really what it comes down to, like from my understanding and I'm not the doctor. But the CTE thing comes from these players get like these minor concussions that maybe you're just a little dazed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at least back then, no one would say anything or look at you any differently. And so you just keep uh, pounding on that bruised brain. And so that's how you get the CTE. But, and part of my thing is like, most likely my child would not be in the NFL. And so it's something I would have to worry about. Right. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I didn't start till I was playing in sixth grade either. And then ended up working out fine. Like even though I was a little behind the curve those first couple of years, by the time we got the, you know, even I probably would have been fine, like spending, you know, waiting another year or two and like using freshman, the freshman year to really get it down and, yeah, like, well, I'd have him play, like, flag football or something like that. Yeah, right. um, Hitting is a completely different animal, though. I remember because, like, my first my first time putting on pads was for I, for trying out for a team. 
like and it's just like it hits you different completely like i knew the game like i you know i was a sixth grader and been involved for, i i say i knew the game i i you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that i played it i thought i knew i watched it. i thought i was invested once you get hit the first time man like if you're not <laughs> that's a completely different feeling and like i was one of those guys and at the time i'm like man i could be more of a hard ass if i use my head but i was never oh. a guy that was like putting my head down and just like trying to kill people yeah. Uh, I come to find out that I was the smart one there. Because <laughs> I have an uncle that's like six years older than me. He'd tell me stories like he'd go through like four or five helmets a year. Oh, man. No, man. Nope. Never, never did that. I also didn't. I, I played linebacker and tight end, so I didn't carry the ball a ton. But as a linebacker, I oh, never. Me too. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I wore, I, I was, so I was, I played tight end because. Kirksville is bad at football and they're just small enough to where I was able to play both ends. But I love Tony Gonzalez and I was yeah. a tight end, but I was not a good tight end. I was a good linebacker. So everyone could ID me like yeah. <laughs> by my senior year. It was real easy to be like, hit the linebacker wearing the non 50 number, the 88 number. Like yeah. it was just yeah. so easy to yeah. ID me because I wore such a weird number for a position I wasn't even good at. So that's what I always remember the coaches yeah. knew where, where i was at all times yep yeah <laughs> so. all right man what well, i was i was uh i was we're decent school and stuff so we're i uh school. well i still have a nightmare about a game so we were playing in smithville and it was like seven to ten low scoring game mm-hmm. uh, i had like six catches six seven catches that game so we had this play um, it was right 90, which was basically the two receivers and me as the tight end all run go routes. Right. On that play, I never got the ball, ever. The only time that year um, they threw me the ball, I was wide open, dropped the ball. Oh, With, yeah, in, in homecoming, everything else, we ended up losing the game. Still have nightmares about it. Man. Sometimes I'll fantasize about actually catching the ball and being the hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude that's so tough yeah man nope i the closest thing that for me was senior night basketball and i i was a rebounder i got I could get like seven eight rebounds a game but i would, was good for like two to three baskets i averaged five points down one with like 10 seconds and my spot was the short corner like that was the spot where my teammates only really ever passed it to me when i was in the short corner and on the final position i get it and i shoot it but i get fouled and I go to the free throw line with like four seconds left for a chance to win the game. I go one for two from the free throw line and we lose an over. I foul out in overtime. We lose an overtime on senior night. And I'm like, I this is why no one passed me the ball for offense. Like I was in, I was, I was on the for defense and rebounding. And you put by I wish I would have made that second free throw every time I could just see it, see it bounce out. It just I mean, at least you didn't go over two. It could have been worse. I know, but we still lost. And I I fouled out within the first 30 seconds of overtime. So I'm sitting here sulking on my senior night, watching us lose in a game that I could have put away and I wouldn't even be in this position. That's all I remember is just sitting on the bench watching us lose. (laughs) Uh, Those moments, though, those, those, I mean, looking back, yeah, it sucks, but it's like, you still, it's a special moment because you were like a part of something. Like, That's true. I mean, you can't have good moments without the bad ones, I guess. And so, like, those things, while they suck, I mean, like, they're still special. Uh, we had a second one. Uh, 
senior year, and we were playing Platte County. We hated Platte County. I went there a little bit too for six years. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I played freshman ball before I moved to Kirksville. <laughs> so, so again, like we had a lot of games where we didn't score a lot of points. Like real, we were really good defensively. Offense just never clicked. So it was fourteen to seven with like a minute to go. We drive down, we score a touchdown. We're like, hey, let's go for two. We didn't go for two. He wanted to kick the field goal and go to overtime. Missed the extra point. That's tough. Man, high school sports, man. We're still living it. Yeah, yeah. I I try not to be the those are the best days of my life guy. Because they really weren't. No, but But like the but the sports, you know, that was that was really made it fun. So yeah. I, I have trying to balance that too because there was a time when I was you know in college and messing up and you know that I felt like that was going to be the peak and so I really tried to avoid ever talking about it but now I'm at a point to where it's like I don't mind talking about you know my high school stories and success it's like because I know that's you know I think it's just like if you feel good about yourself and where you're at in life and where you're headed like yeah. I have less of an issue talking about people may still think I'm talking about them as like the best days but like they're just fun memories like any other old story would be yeah so i don't know uh, all right man well uh i'm gonna hit you with my uh pick six i don't know if you've uh listened before but uh-huh. uh okay so uh I, the first one i know you're not gonna answer or you might i don't know actually you probably can because i know one of them doesn't listen who's your favorite eight-man coach in the area yeah <laughs> why you gotta do that to me because like <laughs> you know it's got to be you know it's got to be coach dean but like the issue there is that coach smith drew smith is uh my favorite basketball coach in the area and i'm not even like saying that like i think once he finally warmed up to me and their team being good it was you know it was another but like he was awesome to talk to every game he's you know so i i have special places for both coaches right now but it's definitely got to be coach dean as for eight men once you got into journalism, what was your dream job? Uh, everyone always sets the bar so high. You think, and I was like, I just want like to be on the radio for four hours a day. Like, I don't care. Like others in Kansas City or what? Like, like, that's literally all I want to do. I need to work on my pacing and sometimes my rambling a little bit. But like, I just want to sit and talk sports and whatever else comes up for four hours yeah. a day. With that, what's always amazed me is the people that do it by themselves. Uh-huh. Could not do it. I don't like if you and I had a radio show, it'd be fine. But if I were like Colin Cowherd, no way. Huh. No I, way. I could talk for four hours by myself. Um, I don't like it is hard. That's one thing. I almost feel like I'm better in those in that moment. And I know that's weird, but like I used I was did a sports one uh by myself in uh Missouri Western and I just had everything mapped out, like I had all the stats, like obviously it wasn't like it was scripted you know i paused and edited and stuff when i need to but like i felt like i was just always in control and sometimes when i like if anyone's listening still like i've seen I've, I've been interrupting you sometimes and sometimes i'll speed up a little <laughs> bit when i don't need to so it's almost like when it's just me i'm able to like keep myself in check because i know you know so i don't know yeah i can see that i i think but like you said i think it'd be a lot more work because you have to be prepared mm-hmm uh, well, I, I mean, maybe some people can just, you know, turn on a mic and ramble. But other than that, I think, you know, 
and like I've heard that from radio guys is you know they'll spend hours at night preparing for the next day and I think it's tough it's like uh you know Tucker Franklin that's impressive what they do is because I don't know as much as I love the Chiefs to talk about them every single day would be Mm -hmm. be tough I'm still mad about that a little bit no I love those guys but like uh and it's on my own dang fault as I was too shy and just like assumed the worst, but I was in contact with Briscoe and stuff about all that. Um, and like had sent stuff and like we were, were in the middle of working out and like his, his thing is that he doesn't get back to you. And I didn't know that was his thing. I just thought he moved in a different direction. So instead of prying, like you're taught, I just yeah. let it go. And then a month later, you know, they're doing what they're doing. I'm like, man, that could have, that could have been me. And so I'm a little, I'm a little salty about those guys on Twitter, man. I still have the, I still have the uh, Twitter conversation with me and Briscoe about, it. I look back and I'm like, he just forgot to reply. Like if I would have sent a message back, I would have been fine. Yeah. All right. Um, favorite chief. Um, current or all time? All time. It's probably Tony Gonzalez. So man, but Travis Kelsey's uh definitely up there i'm a big tight end guy um i love both those guys so much and i uh and that, i think tony was just like he just what got me into the sport really watching him in that age and um you know when there wasn't a lot to cheer for my dark horse would be eddie kennison i loved eddie kennison back in the day man that's <laughs> my i still have his jersey i mean i've outgrown it but i still have it <laughs> uh Oh, the age-old question. Are you a run or a pass guy? Oh, I'm a pass guy, man. Oh. I am a pass guy, 100%. Uh, I might as well have had Devin on the podcast. Then. I know, right? Right? That's what it feels like. No, it's pass, just... Pass, LeBron James. <laughs> Dude, I, I've met it multiple times throughout this. I'm not an NBA guy. It just worked for my, for my uh, examples. Uh, the next one you kind of answered already. Um, but maybe you can give a reasoning. Uh, why do you enjoy baseball more than football? I love that uh, there's no clock. Like, it's it be real. Like, you know, if you're down seven, you lose the ball, and you have a timeout for two minutes, you're done. It's game's over. Mm-hmm. You know, same with the NBA, like, or basketball in general. Like, there's a shot clock, and there's a running clock, and it's really easy to control that. Baseball doesn't matter if you're up five, down seven, you know, whatever the score is, there's 27 outs that have to be recorded. And whatever happens in that 27 out, you never know. There's something different every game. I just love that aspect of there's no way the other team can dictate your opportunities. You can make the most of what you're given with. And that's the only sport that's really true to that throughout the entire game, in my opinion. I love that about it. Best place to eat uh, barbecue in Kansas City. I'm a big Gates guy. I got Gates barbecue yes. in my the barbecue sauce in my fridge because I don't go very often anymore. But that's that's my spot. That's where we're gonna eat for my bachelor party. That's where we eat before Royals. And like I eat Gates whenever I'm going to a spot. Oh, you can't beat the burn ends. Oh man, you no. cannot. You oh. can't. Their their sides may be like a tier below some of the other places, but their sauce and actual bar, you know, actual uh, meat is top notch in Kansas City. And listen, I don't I don't go get barbecue for the sides. For the sides, exactly. So anyone who argues that, like Arthur Bryant's and some of these other places, like I, <laughs> I'll be honest, I ate Arthur Bryant's. I've had it once, and I will never go again. Really, you had a bad. Experience. It just it wasn't good to me. 
I think it was the sauce. I just didn't, I didn't care for their sauce. I live about five minutes away from the Joe's uh, barbecue on the gas station. And that's another place I, I like. It's just so hard to get in there sometimes and to eat. And it's just not always worth the hassle. So what I found out, though, from this pandemic, um, because normally you go in there and sometimes it takes like two hours. Right. Order online. It took 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. I mean, huh. you could obviously sit down in there and eat, but, you know. You still I get the food. Care to do that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like 10 minutes. And I live close enough that like that's all I need. <laughs> yeah. There's one if you if you're ever in Excelsior Springs, it's called Wabash. Wabash. Okay. It is so good. So good. But... Gotcha. No, I'm always open for like um getting off topic again, but uh I went down to Austin, which you know, they're supposed to have great Texas supposed to have great barbecue. Mm-hmm. Went to a place that had incredible brisket, like I was going to be a hard ass. I was like, I'm not going to like this. I'm canceling through and through. Yeah. Had incredible, like the best brisket I've ever had in my life. The yeah, sauce yeah, yeah. would never touch again. The sides, I would never, like the rest of it was all complete trash. But let me tell you, that brisket is still in my head, man. So. Yeah, I think I think we really lack in good brisket in Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. I think we do the pork really well. Um, yeah. And I have heard that Texas barbecue, their brisket's amazing. Yeah, and that's that's what they should hang their hat on, especially because it is really good. But everything else was not not for me. Now you haven't uh, quite gotten to like dad slash old man status yet, which I think you'll be close here for too long. Once you get married, <laughs> if you start having kids, you'll start getting interested in things. You're like, you're like, what am I doing? A smoker? Bought one a few months ago. Such a great investment. That's what everyone says. Like my uncle has one. My uh, so my fiance's best friend. She's in town, um, and her husband just bought one. He uses it all the time. It's like I don't know if I uh, if I'm quite ready for like you said, ready for it yet. But like, it's definitely it's definitely something that I feel like I'm gonna have so, at some point, just because I love barbecue and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes it is pain in the ass a bit to get mm-hmm. started. But like once you get the meat going, there's nothing to it. Like you, whether it's pellets or wood chips, whatever you use, like every once in a while you go add some new ones, whatever. But like, so like a pork butt, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you have to start that like 16 hours before you're going to eat it. <laughs> but man, once it's done and like you just gently glide your forks or whatever across it and it just falls apart, oh, worth it, worth it. So once you get into old man status, I haven't gotten to like the white shoes yet, the New Balance. I'm not there yet. No, no. I but don't I'm gonna ever be there. Gardening. Be there. I started doing that too. I've had to start doing that just because she loves flowers and stuff. We don't even have that big of an area right now, um, living in Kansas City, but we have enough to where uh, I don't know if it's even called gardening. It's just like we. I'm in charge of all the other little things that go along with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'll build. I've built like flower boxes and stuff like that. I've got bird feeders now because for some reason I enjoy watching birds eat. And it's it's just the things that you don't see coming. Huh? Like <laughs> you just. I would never take you. you for a bird watcher. <laughs> <laughs> you get a flock. Well, and you know what? You learn some things. It's not a flock of cardinals. It's a college of cardinals. Oh, yeah, they're smart. Yeah. You look out of your back patio, you got like five of them. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Although the little bastards eat a shit ton. 
<laughs> yeah, every field of view the whole time. What's a what's a flock of blue jays called? Or is that just a flock of blue jays? Because we that, have a few of those around there too. Uh, that one I'm not sure. And I don't understand why we have to have a different name for everything. Right. Like you would think that just it'd be a flock for everything. Like uh this... that's kind of cool. A group of blue jays is often referred to as a party or a band. Huh. Uh, See, we're learning stuff. We're, we're learning non-sports things here. Look at us. <laughs> but like, why does why do they all have different names? That's another question. <laughs> well, I appreciate this, man. It's nice to uh, just talk about random stuff every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. I've enjoyed the heck out of it as well, man. I appreciate you having it on. I know we always kind of joke about it, and uh, yeah. kind of. I, I, at least I think it was joking. <laughs> no not at all i just uh, you know i was it's hard sometimes yeah uh, to find time you know because two jobs and kids and everything else and i can't imagine man i can't imagine i uh i feel like i'm busy already and i'm not don't not even at the kid uh phase yet which i'm excited for like like that's yeah. really what i am at, at, at heart like i really been looking forward to that part at some yeah. point yeah, they're fun. Uh, yeah. Most of the time. I usually I call it like 75, 25. Uh, depending yeah, on the age. That's fair. Like the one-year-old, she is great 90% of the time. She gets fussy, but like she's a baby, so that happens. Other than that, she's really sweet and everything else. But then they get older. They become toddlers. And then it's you know, cussing at you and everything else. Half the time they don't like you. So, and then they're throwing tantrums like a baby, except for they're not, because you know, they know they're not supposed to, but they do it anyways. Right, so. right. Man, I can't wait. I definitely can't, but uh, sounds like um, you got your hands full and that's awesome. <laughs> uh, all right, man. I I definitely will have to uh, get you on the. Maybe we're doing we're we're doing baseball stuff quite a bit now, and so Royals specifically. So maybe maybe not, but we can have you come on and tell you why uh, the Chiefs should be running the ball more. And and I'm sure my co-host would love to discuss that with you. So, is is he a run guy or are you both pass guys? We're both pass guys, man. And he's a lot more uh, he's a lot more uh, animated than I am. So here's the deal. I I get this. I'm not saying like we should run the ball two out of three plays or whatever. I'm not right. saying that. Right. But I am saying, and we saw that some last year is that like when teams were like, all right, throw the ball. I think we saw it in the Super Bowl. Tampa's like, we'll put seven defensive backs on the field. Yeah. Go ahead, throw the ball. I think when you're ba- when not even balanced, because I think it should be like 65-35. But if they know you can run the ball, kind of like uh, the Houston game to start the year, would you have that ability to run the ball if you have to? I think that's that's what they lacked at yeah. times. Gotcha. Well, to make sure I stay in a good standing with uh, old Philip Dean, um, I like when eight man runs the ball and just pounds it to your best player. That's how I stay. That's how I stay number one is I separate them from <laughs> eight man to NFL. <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll have to talk more eight-man football next year. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Then I'll actually get a vote. 
I, I started to like, I emailed Devin about it before I really knew Devin <laughs> when I got this job and they were like Archie and Drexler to your bit better football teams. Yeah. I emailed him to try to get into the vote. And it was like week three. And he was like, maybe next year, man, like still not knowing me at all. So I'm pumped to have a vote and just like, it doesn't matter what the record is. It's going to go Drexel Archie one, two every week. Just be ready for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you're picking Archie second. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause they're no, losing, they're losing Sutton and Wolf and Yannick while, while Compton and, and, um, um, wow. Coffee. Uh, coffee are coming back so. okay maybe, maybe you don't need to vote then if you don't know who jacob coffee is <laughs> dude he doesn't do track that was the biggest surprise he plays basketball and, and football and he doesn't participate in track i was bummed about that i get it though like when i got to high school it got to the point where it's like i don't want to do multiple sports anymore it's like it's nice to have a season off that's the thing i was never i was never in that situation like when i decided i wasn't gonna do baseball anymore i just went to track because i needed to always be but again I'm the guy who, when you ask me what my hobbies are, it's just whatever sports is in season. So. Well, to be honest, I hate track. Oh, gotcha. Uh, like, I don't enjoy running. Um, gotcha. I didn't have a strong enough arm to, like, do any of the throws. Mm-hmm. And I went to Benton, and they were really, really good at baseball. And I wasn't so much anymore. So, yeah, it made taking the spring off really easy. We got that in common too. Both both uh, partied too much in college and both sucked at baseball. And we both ended up a journalist. Although I guess I guess uh, I could talk about the Braves. I'm sure your That's true. listeners would love to hear Braves talk. Yeah, we we initially tried to be a like talk about anything sports and then we realized real quickly that it both of us being Kansas City sports fans, that's where the conversation would end up going. So we're like we're just going to be a, a Kansas City sports podcast that talks about other things when they need to be. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate this. We'll uh, we'll, we'll do it again sometime. For sure, for yeah. sure, man. I'll be I'll waiting on it. that wedding invite. <laughs> Dude, there's so many family members we had to take off that family invite because of COVID. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be family like four friends. Have you gotten your vaccine yet? And the first shot, yeah. Oh, the second one. Ooh. so I had my second one yesterday and I felt fine. Even this morning I got up, took the girls to daycare and felt fine. And I got home and I'm like, just this wave hit me of like exhaustion. And I'm like, I need to lay down for 30, 45 minutes. And then, you know, two hours later I'm waking up and that and like the arm, the arm pain is something it's like in football, you like get a stinger. It's uh-huh. kind of what it feels like. Gotcha. Yeah. First one wasn't too bad. I had the Pfizer and so I had a little bit in the arm. But uh, other than that, I felt I felt like weak, but not tired for like an hour or two later that night because I got it like 10. And then but then at like nine o'clock at night, I was fine. And it felt like nothing was had even yeah. happened. So well, they say it's the second one that gets you. Luckily, yeah. I, that's really all I've had has been tired and sore arm. Good. I guess it beats. Well, because then they're like, well, you have sore joints in the way. Well, that's every day for me. <laughs> Just feels like another day. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, man. Well, I appreciate this. Of course. Of yeah, course. I'll talk Thank to you, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Talk to you later.